Christian Parenting. This is Chris and Shelley, and you're listening to Rockin' It Grand. Join us each week as we talk about leading the next generation with faith, purpose, and vision. Hey, everybody out there in podcast world, we are so happy to be back. We take off in the summer. Shelly and I are both busy doing different things. I run a summer camp. Shelly works on her books that she just had one come out. So Shelly, you're going to pop in here and say what, what you had a book come out this summer. I did. I had yes. Seizing the Good Life come out yes. this summer, and I'm hearing such good things from people. And I, I just pray that the Lord continue to take it where He wants to take it. You know, we've said it a million times, you do what you can do. It's your loaves and fishes, and then it's up to the Lord where it's going to go and what exactly. He's going to do with it. Exactly. So you, have, if you are just now finding us, you have found Rocking It Grand, and we are happy to be a little bit, tiny, tiny part of your life or your day that's happening with you today. And Today, we're super excited because we have a guest in the studio. We call it a studio very loosely. That's just the <laughs> quotes around it. In the studio with us, but we are uh, in an office of mine, and my daughter, Corey Robertson, has joined us today. So welcome to the podcast, Corey. Hey there. Thanks for having me. This and you've like, been before. I've been before. Yeah. This is probably third or fourth time. Right. Yeah. She's right. done this before because she's got so many things going on. We can't even get to everything. And so I think the first question, I, I actually wrote down some questions, which is odd because I'm your mother and know everything. <laughs> but Shelly doesn't know everything. I don't know and everything so about you, Corey. Shelly wants to hear things and our audience wants to hear things. And so the first thing I thought about was, you know, people always want to know what has happened since Duck Dynasty. So there's been a million things that's been off the air now since um, 2017. 2017. So uh-huh. um, six years have gone by and a lot of things have happened. So just kind of give a little brief update on you and Willie and the six kids. Okay. Can we do a, do that kind of quickly? Well, you just said six years. It made me think we have six grandbabies. I was, I was thinking we're years. going to go to grandchildren yes, quickly. Of course, we're going to talk yeah. about grandbabies first. We have yeah. six grandbabies and another one on the way. Yep. And like any day now, actually. So we are loving the grandparent life. Mm-hmm. That's super fun. Willie, we call him Dubs, and he is a great granddad. The kids love him. <laughs> He's so it's so cute and He's fun. fun. He's so it's so fun. Yes, and all of our kids. Um, well, not all. We have one that's in Texas right now working at a church, and we're so excited. Will and his new wife. Abby, um, are working at a church in Texas. So they're a little bit away, but everyone else has pretty much kind of gone away and come back. And we've got one son that's going to college in Arkansas this year. And so, yeah, we're living that like grandparent, college age and first job, new married, all the just big changes that happen in your life. Life. You're living what I used to call, you're living the empty nest until the phone rings life. Yeah. yeah. Because that's kind of what happens at this stage of your life when you've got the six grandbabies. Like you wake up in the morning and life is kind of rocking along pretty smooth. And then the phone rings mm-hmm. and then it's mom, can you, yeah. mom, will you, I'm bringing someone over. And, yeah. what you, and so that's kind of the life that I've always lived. And I yeah. love that life. Mm-hmm. And you've now reached that. And Willie's name is 
Dubs? Dubs. Dubs. Like W, Dubs. Okay. And who are you? I'm KK. KK. I started out K-Mama. I thought you were K-Mama. Yeah. So I'm still still in between. (laughs) One calls me K-Mama. Most of them call me KK. I think K-Mama was a little harder. So KK just started. Mm -hmm. And so we'll see what Okay. What kind of ends up? They do have a mind of their own. Yes. Now, I did tell mom just recently, I just came off of our family vacation, and I was like, I have a new appreciation for you, mom, Mm -hmm. as a grandmother, because I realized that, like, on this family vacation, there are six kids and all the parents. And so, like, as a grandmother, you want to give the parents a break so that they can, you know, enjoy Mm -hmm. some of the vacation or do something. Mm -hmm. But what that means is you're in rotation all the time. That's So you don't ever get a break because it's like (laughs) one grandbaby, you know, or the other or the other. You're like, oh yeah, go to the beach for a little bit and I'll watch this one or run to the coffee shop and I'll watch this one or Mm -hmm. do this and I've got this one or let me do this a bath so that you can do that. Which just puts you at three days. So I know you loved it. Yeah, but vacation. Yeah, then you need a vacation. That's what I'm saying. You loved it. It's wonderful. You drive on it, but you need a vacation. I loved every minute of it. I really, (laughs) really did. But definitely a new appreciation for mom. Just like whenever I took our kids skiing for the first time, I was like, thank you, mom, for doing that because it Mm -hmm. is not easy getting. three and four year olds in ski boots and ski clothes and mittens and all the things. So it's a definite um, labor of love. That's what Mama Joe, my Mm -hmm. mom always said, those kinds of things are labors of love because Mm -hmm. it's work still, but it's work that you love to do and you're, you're happy to do it. And then you just have to get your sleep when you can once the grandkids go home for a little bit. So the other day, uh, Corey was out of town. And so Sheppy spent the night with me and he's three. And, um, it was an entire night of kicking in my back. Yeah. <laughs> an entire night. Uh-huh. But I would not trade that for anything because I know mm-hmm. how quickly that's going to go. Well, and you think, like tomorrow night I'll have a Yeah, night. that's what There's I was about no to say. You think, night. I'll sleep tomorrow. I'll sleep tomorrow. I'll sleep tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll, that'll exactly. be soon enough. Exactly. But let's talk movie time because okay. I don't know how much of Corey we have today because I know how busy you are. And we've got to say, she's such a trooper. I need y'all to know this. Corey is such a trooper. She could have blown this interview off with how closely <laughs> you just landed on I the plane landed. and got here, but you did it. So I admire that about you, Corey. But I don't know how much time we have so let's talk let's go to the movies yes Corey and willie have been backing behind uh backing and financially but mostly mentally and uh time and energy behind a new movie coming out september the 28th called the blind and this is the story of phil and Kay robertson who are willie's parents and so i think the coolest thing about this is that uh that Corey was really the one driving it. I mean, Willie does too, but you're you're the daughter-in-law. Mm-hmm. But you see, you saw in them, in their story, something that everybody should see. Yeah, I think that is interesting because even whenever we started the show, Duck Dynasty, um, Willie always tells this story because I'm the one who thought we should do yeah. it. And um, the whole conversation went like this. I was like, I think you should do a reality show about our family. And he was like, why would people watch that? And I was like, y'all aren't normal. You know, so like sometimes when you come from outside the family, mm-hmm. you can kind of see it. Mm-hmm. But their family story is one that has impacted us so many people already. Phil and Kay um, went through 10 very hard years of marriage. They um, reached a point where they were separated. All seemed lost. It did mm-hmm. not seem like this family would be one that would stay together um, Kay had three little kids at the time, three boys. Willie was the youngest. Jeff wasn't even here yet. And um, it could have 
it could have been over, mm. you know, and Doug Dynasty would have never happened. Willie and I mm-hmm. probably would have never met, you know, yeah. none of the things that happened in our life would have happened had, um, you know, this specific moment <laughs> that yeah. happened that we show in the film and that we talk about in the film not happened. And so that's why it's really important for us to do a movie about this because I know a lot of families are in that place. Yeah. A lot of families are in places where it feels like everything is lost. It feels mm-hmm. like it's hopeless, but God, and God, when God enters a picture, everything changes. So that's it, what the movie's about. And only the trailer, that's all I've seen is the trailer. And I'm already so salted for this movie because I see the redemption. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just that trailer is so well done. So I know oh, the movie's got to be fantastic because of the trailer. How did that feel to, to be there on set and watch it? progress? I mean, did you just get lost every day in it or could you, because you were back in it and you were a mm-hmm. part of the the team, could you kind of separate yourself from it and see what needed to be said? I feel like I would have just got lost in the moment. Well, speaking of labor of love, it was definitely <laughs> a labor of love. There was a point. So our partner in our production company, Tread Lively, is Zach Dasher. And Zach is actually a cousin of Willie. And his mom mm-hmm. is Phil's sister who is very instrumental in the movie. Whenever you see the film, you'll understand. But she's very instrumental in um, God coming into Phil yeah. Kay's life. And so he was an, he was the one initially was like, we need to make this movie. We need to make this movie. Yeah. And so he was a big driver in it. And so we worked together. Zach, very close. Zach, okay. yes. Zach was. We worked together very closely in every aspect of the film. And, um, you know, it was not easy. Just like yeah. anything else. You, I mean, this right. is new. This was a whole new thing for us. We'd never made a movie before. We'd done a lot mm-hmm. in television and production and all these things. But like anything in life, you kind of jump in and with both feet and you then you learn to swim. Wet. You just have to learn to swim. And that's what we did. And um, it also is it's very personal because it's our family mm-hmm. story. And so that was difficult, you know. Well, even deciding what to edit because Corey was so instrumental. That's what I'm wondering. That, how did that Because happen? she even cut her own mother out of the... <laughs> oh, did she, she did, now? Yeah, I'm just going to throw that out there. there are we things, just want that on record. It's on the floor of the, of the cutting room. I don't think they do that anymore, but there's yeah. pictures of me laying around. Okay. Because I didn't make the final cut. <laughs> really and truly. I, well, I, I saved listened. your voice. I my saved voice your voice in it. Uh, so, okay, so there you so go. And thank me for that. My redemption story. Yeah. But um, I, I really, I think because I'm editor of words, mm-hmm. and you are an author, and you have to edit your own words. You have to time, be succinct to tell the story. It is very hard to mm-hmm. cut your own story. Yeah. And so I know what Corey went through having to make that tough decision. Like, this can't be in it, whether it's time yeah. or whether it's the progression of the story or whatever the reason is. It's very hard to cut to, things that yeah. you think well, to are keep valuable. the picture of what story you wanted yeah, to right. tell. Because yes. uh, clearly, like anything else, it can go off in a lot, a mm-hmm. number of rabbit trails. They're yeah. good. Yeah. But do they take away from this story mm-hmm. or do they tell the story that I want to tell? And you were in that position. And I'm thinking, along with that, were you involved in the casting? Because the casting looks brilliant. Yeah, that was, it was so good. That was hard. Yes, we got to, it was fun. We had an app that like all the cast tapes came in. We got to go through and watch different ones. And there were some people that we recognized from other TV shows or films or whatever. And um, so, yeah, that was very interesting. So the actress playing Kay. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Well, here's, so this oh, is interesting, a part about the film is, yeah. yes, because it t- it tells their story from their childhood yeah. through 
Um, Phil's 28 whenever he turned his life around. So childhood through 28. So there's actually three actors mm-hmm. that play each Phil, Kay, mm-hmm. and Cy, and uh, Uncle Cy and Aunt Jan, who is a part of the story, like I mentioned. Um, but the actress that played Kay, we actually had a crawfish bowl at our house yeah. um, before the filming started and invited some of the actors from the main cast there and Phil and Kay there so they could just get to know them and spend time with them and they did a fantastic job of really immersing themselves in. They had to have the the girl that the point in the trailer where she says, Phil Robertson, you can do anything you put your mind mm-hmm. to or whatever that line is yes. still in my head, uh-huh. just from the trailer that she said that she nailed Kate for yeah. me. And she's British. Yes. yes. Both, so both the main actors that, are British. When we heard them speak <laughs> with live, that accent, we're like, wait, way to go. Oh, how is she going yeah. to be Kay Robertson? No. Wow. That's wow. what actresses and actors yeah. can do. Yeah, yeah. that's that's amazing that's because she nailed Kay yes. for me mm-hmm. in that. Yes. Yeah. There's a so a big part of the story is a narration kind of as Phil tells the story through. And so one of the things we did was have Phil actually say it all, read it all so that we could give that to the actor. And so it's okay. really, you, whenever you hear it, it really is in Phil's voice. There's things yeah. that, that, you know, maybe was written in the script that Phil changed because this is how he would say it or whatever. And so Phil and Kay were very intimately involved in it as well. You know, I mean, of course, they, Kay came to the set twice and yeah. kind of enjoyed that part of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Phil ever, he wasn't that interested in coming to set or whatever. But as far <laughs> as, as, far as. He would have had to leave the. The woods. The yeah, woods. That, that didn't yeah. really happen. But as far as the story, like we sat down with them for days and just let them tell their story. Wow. And then, um, like I said, Phil recorded the audio of kind of the narration. So the actor could really. But even him. knowing to do that, was that your idea? Um, How did you come across that idea? I mean, I, I feel like that's what, when I hear you talk about this, I just see the Lord saying all the way through it. Yeah. Because Well, that, I'll that say we had a, a great good idea. team. We had such an incredible team. Everyone from the set designer, I mean, the, the costumes just look yeah. amazing and so legit. Like we filmed it yeah. actually right outside of Shreveport, which is where they grew up. And so the set designers, costume designers, um, all of all of them just descended yeah. upon it and shopped around the town right. and went to estate sales and things like that to where it was very authentic and just did a fantastic job. Yeah. Just Well, and the, the thing that, that I loved about it too, when we finally saw the, we've seen it all the way through now, but the cinematography is of Louisiana is beautiful it too. It looks beautiful. You know, that's uh, such a fun thing to watch yeah. too. It's a hard movie. I'm just going to go ahead and say mm-hmm. that yes. for everybody out there who we want everybody to see. This is a tough movie about mm. a tough part of their mm-hmm. life, but there's redemption in it. And that's the mm. beauty of it. And that's why the story needs to be told. But also the the just watching it is a beautiful scenes of Louisiana that mm-hmm. you'll, you'll love to see, you know. Yes, it just saga comes yeah. to mind. Just a beautiful saga. Yeah. So, speaking of grandchildren, t- talk about that because yes. your grandchild played a part in the movie. Yes, that was so much fun. So, as we're casting, 
they said, oh, we need a two-year-old Willie. And I this was like, so fun. I happen to have a I have a two-year-old Willie. <laughs> yes. So our grandson, John Shepard, got to play so Willie. Fun. And it was so much fun. Mom got to be on set yeah. with him. And it was just really fun and special. And every time we see it, we love it so much. Yes, and it, it is, a, I think, a God thing, too, because absolutely. he's two. This was last year. And um, literally, we handed him off to this K lady. <laughs> Thank you, God, because yeah. we're dealing with a two-year-old and mm-hmm. the director had, had already told Corey, like, we'll get what we get. He's two. We understand that. Mm-hmm. But when you see it, if you if you don't go for any other reason, you got to yeah. see that baby. I he, remember you bragging about so him last good. summer. He was yeah. so proud of him. And he actually, and that's the two other little boys who play mm-hmm. uh, the scenes with him were just so good with him. Oh, and yeah. Just, and John Shepard, you know how little boys love older boys. You know, mm-hmm. so he just kind of like wanted to be right there beside them and everything. Yeah. That was so cute. That's and sweet. like Duck Dynasty, you know, there was a, a blessing of Duck Dynasty was we got to be together mm-hmm. and do things together. And that was, there was a real sense of that yeah. on this film too, because John Shepard played played Willie and mom got to be there some and Mary Kate and I would, would travel yeah. over and everything. So it, it's, it's and fun. T-Papa got to be in the film as well. What was it like? When it all came together and you're sitting there previewing it with, with Phil and Kay, yeah. like how did they process that? I, I imagine Kay was maybe emotional, but did mm-hmm. Phil ever get emotional watching it back? Absolutely. Really? So we, so first of all, we had two, two prayer nights as a family where we just brought everybody together and we just wanted to have a little time of worship and prayer Um about the movie and we showed two different clips and they were two of the the harder clips honestly mm-hmm. and both times everyone bawled including Phil wow like every I was sitting by Kay the first one and she yeah. I just felt her you know yeah. and so it is it is hard yeah. because this is this is the it's hard their part life. of their story yeah. and um, to kind of go back and relive that, even though they've told it a lot, you know, mm-hmm. it's in books, there's things, but to see it on the screen is a whole different thing. And so that that has been hard. And Phil has said he's embarrassed by it, you know, and that's mm-hmm. been hard because, you know, you don't want, you don't want to put that on him. And so yeah. one of the things, though, he has said from day one, he was like, yeah, I don't want to relive the hardest parts of my story, but if it can help one person, mm-hmm. I'll do it. Uh, a hundred times over. Oh, I can so see him cutting that, that cost. That generosity from Phil and Kay to say like, mm-hmm. hey, if this changes one person's eternity, if this yeah. changes one person's family, it's worth it. And um, and so, yeah, they actually, I yes, feel like it's going it. to do that and so much more. Yes. Exactly. So think, much know, more. I think, Phil, what's hard is when you read something, it's one thing, but when you see it acted out, mm-hmm. how you behave, that was so hard for him. Yeah. But again, like Corey said, it's, that's a generous spirit who can say, okay, let's let people see that so they can know that they can come out of whatever they're mm-hmm. in. Yeah, and so much hope. Phil's story, and I know a lot of our listeners know it, uh, it was a, a Saul on the road to Damascus. I mean, mm-hmm. when he made that decision, because we lived it with him too, we were uh, around through all of that time, he turned around like that, and I would just mm. snapped my fingers. You probably couldn't hear, and became a different person. Mm-hmm. And that's so hard for a lot of people to wrap their brains around that you can actually do that. Yeah. yeah. But this movie shows you that, and then you don't see beyond that. But we know what went beyond that because Bill went on to mm-hmm. have a successful career with uh, his Duck Commander. Um, 
duck calls and then duck dynasty and so many things. But seeing this story told and the way that it's told beautifully done um, is going to be so many people are going to just love it and it's going to help them and their family life mm-hmm. yeah. and what to do next with their lives. So when you know? does it release and how does that feel? Okay, September 28th. <laughs> and honestly, now I'm just excited. I yeah. think yeah. there was a minute where I was just really nervous because then once we showed the family, now I'm like, okay, right. now I'm just ready for everybody to see yeah. it. You know, I think that those nerves of like, the family seeing it and what are they going to think about and all that. And when, was one there thing a that was sense fun. of, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but right there where you were, where you were speaking, was there a sense in you, Corey, that did I do it justice? I mean, yeah. I'm almost tearing up thinking about it. Yeah. How that must have felt. Was that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. That pressure to like tell the story yeah. in the way that's honoring and also you know, impactful for people. And then and so, you saw how the yes. family reacted. And so, yeah. So first we showed, uh, mom and dad came over and we showed like our some of our kids and it wasn't done yet. It was kind of like almost done. We still had the sound yeah. and color correction and music and some of the things that still need to be done. So we showed a version of that and I was like sitting in the back, just like, you know, <laughs> hands, <laughs> sitting on my hands. I think Willie yeah. could even watch it with us. Oh, he night. couldn't even watch like, it. Yeah. Wow. And, um, wow. and after that, it was neat because our kids who, you know, your kids can be your biggest mm-hmm. critics. They were like zero cheese factor. It was not cheesy. Oh. It was so good. They were like, yeah. it reminds me of where the crawdads sing or fathers yeah. do too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really good mainstream movies, you know? Yeah. And they were just like, you know how a lot of Christian films can be cheesy? Like, they can. it has none of that in it. It's oh, so powerful. They were, And it wasn't even quite done yet. So I was like, okay, if they're saying that now, then I'm good. Well, then, so that was the first, like, kind of hurdle to get across. And then we actually rented out a theater and showed it to the whole family. And we um, invited. About 200 yeah, were just there? friends who've yeah. been instrumental it, in filling Kay's life. Yeah. You know? And we showed it to everyone there and, you know, just hearing the impact from that and how, what people said and everything after that. I'm like, all right, if this group is good, we're yeah. good. Now I'm just yeah. ready for the whole world to see it. Oh, and I so cannot wait. September 28th. And so answer the question that everybody's going to say, will it be in theaters across the nation? How will people be yeah. able to find it? Yeah, so it's a fathom release and... Um, we are like guaranteed 1600 theaters. And so if you do not have it, there's a there's a website called theblindmovie.com. If it is not going to be in a theater um, within 30 miles from you, you can actually have a viewing in your church. Mm-hmm. And so that is a really neat thing. And that there's is a way that, that there was a way that you can sign up to do that. But, you know, hopefully it'll be all across the country in mm-hmm. every theater. But we also would love to do church viewings mm-hmm. as well. And so mm-hmm. on theblindmovie.com, there's a way you can kind of find out about all that and sign up for updates and all the things you might need. And mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say, because I know this from other movie releases, that if you buy ahead of time, it helps. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. The whole yes. Of the movie. yes. So if you are listening to this and you can go on your theater and see that it's going to be there, you can go ahead and reserve Tickets, yes, there, and it helps. Um, it, it helps in the release across the nation. Is that is huge. Yes, the more pre-sale tickets, just like a book, the more you pre-sell a book, mm-hmm. yeah. the more theaters we get in. We're kind of like guaranteed sixteen hundred. But if 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 there's a ton of pre-sales and it looks like this is going to be successful, we'll get yeah. in five thousand theaters. You know, so we do. Um, yeah, encourage you to go early and and show up opening weekend. That really matters. That that matters. It really matters. That says a lot to the world about like, okay, this is what the kind of 
things we want to see. Right. You mm-hmm. know? Absolutely. So show up over the weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the key thing. Now, this is the kind of movie we want to see. Yes. So we, we want Thank to. Thank you so much. Wow. Yeah. I'm so excited. What do you want to when that person watches, when the movie closes, you know, there's that moment that everybody's just sitting there, all the emotions of the feels. Mm-hmm. What What's the, the main emotion, the driving thing that you want them to take away? I always think of that there is no one that's beyond hope. Praise the I Lord. think that, you know, hope is so important. And when you, when you feel hopeless, that's when, you know, just depression and things can happen. But like, to know that there is no one that's beyond hope. And I think this movie shows that so powerfully and brilliantly because Phil, their marriage and where Phil was at that time, everyone would have said, yeah, it's never going to make it. Right. It's never going to. And, and, you know, Phil could have changed his life and Kay could have moved on and they Mm -hmm. could have not stayed married and, and all of that could have happened. But Phil changed his life and Kay also chose forgiveness Praise and yeah. um, that's a hard thing. That's why I'm know. like crying. <laughs> that's a hard thing. So she's a real, she's a hero in the story because yeah. she really had to choose forgiveness, yeah. and she really and did. She did, and she did. And now they've been married almost sixty, 60 I think, close yeah. to sixty mm-hmm. years. And look at their legacy; it's it's amazing. Mm. So, thank you, Corey. I'm so proud of you. So proud of Zach and what you guys have done. And I can't wait for the movie. To be out, I can't wait to be in a theater with, we did it with all the family. I can't wait to be in a theater yeah. with people who are mm-hmm. not family. Because mm-hmm. I, I I think at the end, they're going to be like, we were everybody, nobody wanted to move. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh-huh. you're just like, I, I can't wow. move. That's just, that's so awesome. So, well, that's our show for the day. And we're so honored and blessed. I've had Corey on it. Um, hang with us. Uh, we'll be back next week. With Remember to do all show. the things. Yeah. Just subscribe the forward, all the things we'd love for you Check. to do and be back next Whatever. time. Yeah. Okay. Do all those things. Yep. And we'll see you next time.